0: Make me
1: wanna your heels up and your All right, welcome up back. You're listening to Bills and Beers, the Buffalo Bills preview podcast, here from the Bills backers in Chicago, Illinois. Ladies and gentlemen, it is September 14th, and we can say something tonight that it took until November of last year to say. That is, that the Buffalo Bills are. Are coming off a win a decisive win a week one win on the road in Kansas City took it to Arrowhead took it to him from the first play of the game did not let up all three phases Wow what a game super psyched to be here talking to you we're gonna talk about the Raiders today I'm Lars no Jeff tonight joining me however The rest of the crew, we've got Billy the Kid Nagels.
0: It's a jovial time, I'll tell you. It feels like Christmas. It feels like the happiest time in the world. And yes, this is coming off of a Buffalo Bills victory.
1: Just profound victory. I mean, (laughs) just, just what... God, that was great. Cassie, she's here with us. The wonderful, the beautiful Cassie Ozark. Cassie, how how great was your day yesterday? How good was your mood when you went to work Monday morning?
2: I was a kid in a candy store. But was, how were
1: you when you went to work?
2: Same thing, oh, kid okay. in a candy store. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you guys know, I get beat up at work continually for being a Bills really? fan. Really? Wow. What about when you're at home? Same thing. <laughs> I was getting high fives all over work yesterday. It was it was a miraculous
1: day. It was so awesome. Uh, we've got the Raiders coming up this week. That'll uh, make up the bulk of what we talk about. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Just search Bills and Beers. Our website, billsandbeers.com, points directly to our Facebook page. Uh, and you can always subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Uh, we've got a couple of listener feedback. Suggestions for segments for tonight, so we're just gonna go hone in on those. And uh, wow, I'm ready to talk some Bills football because boy am I psyched about this team! Bingo. Come on and
0: shout! Yeah! Shout. Buffalo's happening now.
1: Shout. You know, it's always funny that when we come off of a win, Bills fans or the national media or a combination of the two, generally likes to find some dark cloud to put over top of whatever it is that we managed to accomplish. Heard a lot from the national punditry about how this was the worst game the Chiefs had ever played. Well, yes, granted, but the Bills also played pretty darn good. Uh, We never seemed to get any credit, and we had a suggestion for a segment come in via Facebook from a good friend of the show, Mr. Ryan Kirk. Ryan, thank you so much for being in touch. Uh, But Ryan said, why don't you guys address the absolutely abysmal power ranking that the Bills have earned after week one, coming in at 27th, which I guess you could justify, but putting us after the Chiefs, yeah. after we dismantle them at home, like how this does is,
0: one... Was this ESPN, you said? This is an
1: injustice regardless, but <laughs> yes.
0: hey, Okay, well let me tell you something, that's hilarious, right? Because I will tell you this is probably the first time in the history of ESPN putting out any sort of rankings whatsoever, and they should be embarrassed by this, what... Team has ever had the number one rated quarterback <laughs> in their co- new quarterback fancy wancy ranking? What is it called? I don't know. What team is ranked 27th and then
1: has the number one rated quarterback from that week? Speaking of which, I do believe that Ryan Fitzpatrick, number one ranked NFL, or excuse me, number one ranked QB rating in the NFL by all accounts.
2: Second to Tom Terrific?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I know on Monday he was number one. He could be number two or three. Either way, he's in the true. top 15, which means that our boy Billy the Kid Nichols came out big on a bet, which I don't know. Who took this bet with you? <laughs> this kid what is unbelievable.
0: I'm hanging out with this guy. Last weekend, friend of a friend, he's in town visiting Chicago from from Denver, originally from Southern California, if that paints a picture for you. So this guy has the nerve to tell me how bad Fitzpatrick is, and I, of course, came to Fitzpatrick's defense, and I'm like, listen, actually, I will have you believe that he's going to be a top 15 quarterback this year. He says, oh, in what category? I said, overall, we'll go QB rating, okay? He probably feels pretty good about that, right? Well, yeah. Guess what? He came over to me later in the night, and he said, "Uh, Yeah, so uh, I'm feeling pretty good about this bet, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, say if he breaks the top 15 at any point, um, you'll win the bet, and uh, I'll come to Chicago and buy you bottle service. And if you lose, and he doesn't make the top 15 at any point, you come to Denver and buy me bottle service. And that
1: included week one.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, he's not smart enough to realize that, but yes.
1: So, I mean... uh, cracking into the top 15 in week 1 not so much of an accomplishment <laughs> yeah. okay the fact that we are th- we can't figure out if he's number 1 or number 2 just goes to show what a ridiculously idiotic bet that was like hey well the prom, yes the but the, the ESPN year.
0: ranking with the square in the lower case is definitely Definitely. That's the last thing that ESPN I wanted team. to happen. By the way, yeah. <laughs> their first ranking,
1: Ryan Fitzpatrick is above. Uh, yeah, you pick the guy. <laughs> there's like a machine with a bunch of blinking lights, <laughs> and he's pulling out the ticker tape. Well, who is it, Stu? <laughs> uh, Buffalo's Ryan Fitz. How am I saying this right? Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I think that's right.
2: I do have to say I am never been so happy that we don't have a game of Monday Night Football this year. So I do not have to hear. Jaws and uh,
1: <laughs> Gruden. Gruden or oh, any God. of them.
2: Listening to them on Monday night. Granted, it was Patriots and it oh, was Dolphins. That's what could be worse? Okay, Patriots Jets could be worse. But those three broadcasters together make the worst commentators ever.
1: Either way, uh, Mike Tirico uh, documented perfect. <laughs> Is that true? Oh yeah, wow. big time. Several female employees have filed suit against him. Not
2: surprised.
1: So thanks for that suggestion, Ryan Kirk. Uh, moving on, we had another suggestion come through ye olde Twitters. Uh, and uh, we I guess we're part of the Bills Mafia. We got the Twivin to prove it. Um, They of course are not quite ready to endorse us yet, Uh, I I guess they're making very prudent business decisions on that hashtag that they started. Um, But Mr. Professor, uh, don't know your real name, alias Mr. Professor, uh, came to us via Twitter and said, uh, in regards to this week's opponent, the Oakland Raiders, compare the two owners of the league, who often are the butt of all the jokes, Al Davis and of course our very own Ralph Wilson. I do believe that once every year, or every year for the past decade or so, Al Davis has drafted the guy with the fastest 40 time. (laughs) I know they did it last year, they did it this year, they famously did it with Darius Hayward Bay, but Al Davis is also a, he's a public relations nightmare. He gets up and screams at people, and have you seen the man? Flesh has been melting off of his skin for the last five years. He must go in and get screen graphs on a daily basis, because otherwise he should be skin and bones by now. Now, while Ralphie's no spring chicken, I mean, he's a pretty old guy himself, and his Hall of Fame speech, though sweet, was clearly the work of prescription medications, because I don't think he's been on his feet that long, let alone allowed air to escape his lungs without the use of some sort of medical device for that prolonged period of time. But Ralph, he's not—he's—he's he's pretty amiable. And I'm liking the stuff that I hear from Buddy Nix about Ralph, about how he has to talk Ralph out of spending money, which people are constantly suggesting is the opposite, that Ralph is cheap. I will, however, say Ralph Wilson has his name on the worst stadium in the NFL. Love the Bills, Ralph Wilson Stadium. Pile of junk needs to be renovated. Uh, anybody else have anything to add on this? Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah go ahead. Go, go ahead, Billy.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I like that comment about the old uh, about the Ralph? <laughs>
1: Ralph Ralph Wilson
0: Stadium. Well, I wanted to poke the flames a little bit. I mean, have, have you been if to? I I those? Th- I've been to. I've been to plenty of games. This, that's all I know. That's all I know. But no, but
1: you've been to Soldier Field. You've been to. this yeah. You've been to the Bengals Stadium. Yes. Okay. Bengals Stadium is. Beautiful. Have you, Beautiful. Been to, have you been to Heinz I have not. Hinesfield is gorgeous. I have
2: recently been to Lambeau.
1: You went to Lambeau. You've been to Kansas City. Been to Kansas City. I've been
2: to Kansas City. I've been to Arizona. And have, you, have you
1: been to a Mile High?
2: Been to Mile High.
1: Or now it's Mile High. Sports Authority, Mile High yes. used to be. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, how would you rank the Ralph compared to all those?
2: I love the Ralph.
1: Well, I'd love it in the too. way
2: in the way that in the way that Lambeau Field is loved. It's like in saying the way your wife's. That, it's
0: like saying your wife's
2: not fat, right? But the nature of what is great about the Ralph is 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 it, it needs to remain doing all these high tech features and oh luxury club boxes and you know Dallas Cowboys Stadium and putting on this like cool stuff. That's not that's first off that's not Buffalo Bills. Sure, that's not the town of Buffalo. So, in my opinion. Ralph Wilson needs to stay Ralph Wilson to the to the nuts and bolts. We don't need to add a bunch of like sissy frilly like oh the bathrooms are nice and uh, like <laughs> Ooh,
1: so, <laughs> I'm peeing at something inside a big metal trough. <clears throat> so,
0: Ooh. Unfortunately, un- un- unfortunately, here's the thing. Okay. The the beautiful thing about Ralph Wilson Stadium is the fact that it's in Orchard Park. The fact of the matter is, the stadium is, from a from a fan perspective, and a, I mean, I think of a fan perspective and a tailgating perspective, right? So I hope I'm speaking on behalf of the majority of Bills Nation by saying that it would be horrible if that stadium was not where it is right now.
1: But yeah, you know, I see your point, and I'm glad that uh, this this conversation, as inspired by Mr. Professor. Uh, spraddled in this direction because we do have a home game coming up. We do have a game at the Ralph this Sunday against those Oakland Raiders, uh, and I do believe it's time that uh, we go ahead and talk about that. Oh, let me go.
0: Uh, just today with my new brother-in-law, Mark Williams. What's up, Mark? From what I hear, he lives in Buffalo, okay? Just married my sister. So I was talking with Mark, and from my understanding, Buffalo right now, the city is buzzy, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is like... <laughs> <laughs> right? Rolling out the red. There's <laughs> literally been confetti falling from the sky since yeah. 4:15 Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So people, no, people really though.
0: People, people are excited, and the fans are going to be out, and we're going. They're going to be. I say we. around I am going to be there, but the fans are going to be excited. We are, Wait, are going you to going? be excited. No, but oh. but I feel like I, I feel was like supposed I am. to go. <laughs> um, so it, it's definitely going to be too. Uh, It's definitely going to be a big advantage uh, for us uh, because we're stepping up against a team that's coming off of a win. uh, And whether you think that you're scared of the Raiders or you're not scared of the Raiders, I mean, they played a decent game, I would say, um, against the Broncos. Lars, what do you think about that?
1: Uh, I watched that game against the Broncos. Uh, You might have too. I, I, uh, Not getting cable, I have to rely here on the NFL Rewind. Uh, which, by the way, I'll go ahead and plug. Uh, I know that the NFL is an evil corporation uh, that pays no taxes and doesn't need any more revenue. But I was happy to fork over forty dollars for the NFL Rewind. largely because I'm not going to get to watch this week's game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go black. You guys are welcome to text me or whatever we'll during the go game. Back, son. But I am going to come home. I'm not gonna read any of my texts. I'm not gonna go on the internet or any of that. And I'm gonna wake up at midnight. Yep. I'm gonna come in here and, gonna, and I'm gonna watch the game. Yeah, I will absolutely. We're not knowing anything.
0: I'm gonna come knock on your door, and I'm gonna slide. You know what I'm doing? I'm gonna slide a
1: note on your that door. That has the game, the final score. Final enough. score. I'll just tell Jackie to burn it. Um, but I, I did watch the Raiders game. The Raiders committed a ton of penalties yes. and. They did so against Denver, who is a division rival, and a lot of it was like chippy stuff after the the play, and them just acting like idiots. Typical Raiders. Yeah, typical, typical Raiders. Raiders. Yep. And it was, it was raining, but a lot of it was just undisciplined stuff, and it sucks that they have to do two road games in a row to start their season. But as you mentioned, they're going to be coming into the Ralph. And coming off last week's, Blowout win. I mean, the place is going to be bumping for the home opener. The weather is probably going to be nice. It's actually <coughs> cooled out down, or it's cooled out here in Chicago, which means it'll probably be nice and cool for game day in Buffalo. So you know, it's not going to be hot. You know, it's going to be great football weather. Folks are going to be going ape. That place is going to be loud as hell. And I, I just foresee them playing a sloppy game. They look really sloppy against Denver. Again, it was raining.
0: Let me ask you a question. Um, were there penalties on?
1: Uh, Cause I didn't, I didn't, I didn't
0: have a chance to watch uh, to watch that game. Were there penalties for the most part on offense or on defense?
1: Both. I mean, it was both sides of the ball, yeah. they play dumb, they play inconsistent, okay. they play undisciplined. They stack the line a lot on defense, and they. I just can't see them being able to do that against our five wide receiver sets. Like they can't jam up all five of our receivers. Somebody's gonna get torched. And they leave one safety back there on an island. Their defensive line is pretty good. It'll be tough to run against them, that's for certain. Um, but I'm certainly not scared of their offense. They do run these weird, like two halfback, one fullback backfield sets behind Jason Campbell, which might throw us off. They might get a 16, 17 yard carry here or there. But as I said to you, this is seven straight years now where Jason Campbell's fooled the league into thinking that he's some kind of a competent quarterback. He's not. When I was watching the game, I would say 80% of the throws that he threw in the first half True. went to well, guys not, out of the backfield. He's
0: not, he's not. but at the same time, he's won games, right? And so like, that's not a complete fluke. And just like the Cincinnati Bengals beat the Cleveland Browns, which no one expects... Right? No, but um, I will say not, so. Right, I, mean, I was say saying an Andy
1: Dalton. I I have been on record as being an Andy Dalton fan. Right. Why well, did he get year. injured in
0: that
1: game? Uh, I don't know. Like I mean, doesn't uh, matter. First so half. Love it. So he played First half
0: the game. So the other guy played half a game. But Perfect. I'm just saying.
1: I think, and and not to mention that historically, the West Coast team traveling to the East Coast for the early game struggles, and they're coming off a short week having played the Monday night game. I, we're, we're gonna win, right? I mean, unless and it's ours to lose, unless we unless okay. And anything, can, bro, bro. Anything can no. happen. And and watching watching the Chiefs game, we did get a lot of bounces. A lot of stuff went our way. That touchdown that got overturned. Um, you know, some of those fumbles we forced. A lot of that was just the ball bouncing the right way. Guys getting a hand. Guys getting help. helmet. You know, and that can go the exact opposite way. But unless it goes the exact opposite way and we find ourselves in a bad luck scenario game, we're going to win.
2: I just, bringing the pessimistic side to the podcast, which I usually feel like I've been doing lately. Somebody's got to, someone's got to bring it down. Um,. In my opinion, it's going to be first quarter. It's that first possession. It's the the rhythm that we're going to set with the game. It's the attitude we're going to set with the game. And, yeah, it's going to be at the Ralph, and hopefully that helps set the pace of the game. But, I mean, what didn't hurt against Kansas City is we forced a fumble on the kickoff return. We slammed it into the end zone right away. You know, we put plus seven for for you know for a turnover for the game. So, in my opinion, it's going to be that first quarter. It's going to be going, holding Oakland to a three and out, you know, stopping Darren McFadden on, like what you are saying, the stupid throws out of the backfield where he picks up 17, 18 yards, you know. That's where this game is going to come down to. And and, and if the linebacking corps that I thought played pretty decent against Kansas City, not
1: They've great. They played as but, good as they had to. Yeah, but yeah. If, they
2: can, if they can step up and, and – in. Played better. I think everybody else against Kansas City played really, really well. The one group we need to step up and play better is the linebackers. So okay. they need to step up and play, and then I'll be right there singing praise next to you. But
1: an adep- add on to what you said, we got that fumble, and then we scored a touchdown. Is there any doubt in your mind that when Dick Jerome's the head coach of this team... And Trent Edwards was the quarterback that we would have gotten a field goal there.
2: We have gotten three and out. We would have lost twenty yards and like lost but we field goal range.
1: That's the thing about this team. When we when we do get our breaks, we make good on them. And, and I'm saying that is the mark of a of a much better team. And for that, I'm grateful for yeah. one game. We're talking one game. uh, I think, well, we've only had one game. End of last year. look
0: Look at the amount of things that we are so used to getting frustrated with, right? The having good field position and either doing nothing or only getting a field goal. And we got touched. Yeah. Look at the third and ones. The mm-hmm. even yeah, second. Brad and ones, Smith. E- Even even the second and ones to not lead to a third and one. The third could, and twos, whatever. I mean you third and
2: Smith third and long. Third and long against Kansas City. We were converting those. Like oh. so.
1: Dude, like, Fitzpatrick like, Fitzpatrick loves David Nelson on third and. Oh I mean, what, what is it going to take for an NFL defense to not put four defenders on David Nelson on third and long? I would love to
2: see it because then Stevie's going. I know, to but be that's, open. that's Roscoe's going to be in the slot. Like ev- I love every time
1: it. it's third and long. It's just like, okay, well, here comes a pass over the middle to David Nelson, first down. And we get it every time. The guy's a machine.
0: So we'll, we, we'll, we'll see, right? But it's definitely nice to start seeing those things that we're so used to talking about. And even if things are going well, we're like, ah, man. But if we could only... There's always something. There's not that much that you could pick.
1: Well, you apart. kept asking me on Sunday, how happy are you? How happy are you? Right. And, that, and I was, I was happy... But I kept thinking, I was like, Chiefs are not doing themselves any favors. We're just not losing this game. We are doing things to win this game, but we're not doing anything to lose this game, which we've done in the past, which again, they deserve credit for. And in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, Chiefs don't care. Oakland, don't care. Week three, New England, that's when we'll know what's up with this team. Because between now and then, we have these two kind of warm up games, and I really think that next weekend is going to be the. That's going to be the litmus test.
2: And all I hope, I completely agree with you. Don't I, get me wrong. I, I completely I, agree with you. I, I just hope a... the players are focused in to say, just win this week. We get yeah. one week at a time.
1: I just, so. you know, my fear is that we all just get sucked right back into orbit after the Patriots game, and I, and I, think, I think it's a possibility, but um, I don't think there's any chance that we lose this Sunday. I mean, watching watching the Raiders game, their backs are dangerous. Mm. They've got a couple of speedsters at wide receiver, but Jason Campbell, I just don't think he's good, and I've and I'm not saying that because he's our opponent this week. I've always felt that yeah. way. I mean, JP beat him couple of years ago in Washington, I mean, it's just...
2: The one issue with Jason Campbell is he does enough. He, as Bill was saying, he wins just enough games to keep a starting job or to bounce from team to team or whatnot. So my fear is this is one of those games that he just does just enough. But I'm feeling meatball on this one. So meatball's going to come out and get a little Jason Mis-
1: Campbell. Mr. Kyle Williams, Mr. you think Kyle? he's going to wreak a little havoc in there? I think we're going to see the lights out dance I in the first have. quarter. I think uh, he's going to come out big. Uh, he got a little dinged up, I think he might, he'll probably injure himself on the sack so we won't see him again until midway through the third, uh, but either way, I, I think... Uh, First
2: quarter uh, sack, I'll
1: take that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take, take it. I'll take it too. Alright, so make it known. Prediction time. Prediction time. Uh, Cassie, do you want to...
2: Yeah, I'll lead off. Like I said, I am always the pessimistic one, but I am still going to go with the Buffalo Bills win. Yeah, under. you
1: are.
2: Buffalo 24, Raiders 17.
1: Okay. Did you pick a Bills win last week?
2: Of course I picked a Bills win no, last did,
1: week. No, did you, or you? you picked a Bills did
2: you I, pick, I believe I did. did I you? I I think I always say win. I did say, the problem was, I did say 5 and 11.
1: <laughs> oh, so, for end of the year record. For
2: end of the year record. But... I'm, I'm going to say, Buffalo win, we're going to now.
1: 24 17.
2: 24
0: /17. So we've got a little bit of tape, right? We've got a, the second week. We've got coaches against coaches. We've got players
1: against players. Those are obviously this con-
2: is extremely profound right now. Yeah, everybody's taking yeah. notes. Yeah. This,
1: this is, those is what are, separates this, is this week from any other week wh- in football. We've got players going against players.: And coaches. Going against coaches. Coaching against their opponent.
0: Right? No, 17 points is what we're going to score. Right? And it's going to be a close game. However, we're going to win. And uh, I would probably say that the Oakland Raiders will score 14 points. 14 points?
1: Okay. Uh, I don't know how to score this one. I honestly. It think is
2: players versus players and coaches versus coaches. I know coaches. that's right. Mean. I, I mean, you I never had, know. I you cons- had it all planned out until you heard I that from Bill. I had considered
1: it in those terms. Um, how do you feel about those players? I and think coaches? I think that I think that C.J. Spillers is going to get his second career running touchdown this weekend.
2: Might that help you in fantasy football?
1: Yeah, it would. Um, I think he's got a taste for the end zone, though. I mean, if you look back on his college career, that little bugger used to score a lot. He didn't score a lot last year. He got one in the opener. He ran it in. First time in his career. I think he's going to find the end zone pretty consistently this year. I think that Fred won't have that great of a day because, statistically at least, he'll push the pile. He'll get those extra yards. But I think we're going to have a tough time in the trenches. This is going to be a bloodbath. For the big boys on both sides of the ball us and them however our receivers and our quarterback are so superior to anything that the Raiders could possibly trot out onto the field and that includes Mr. Showstopper Scott Chandler himself boom that there's no way they keep pace with our offense There's no way, especially if they played us the way that they played against Denver and they stacked the line. Fitzpatrick is going to pick them apart. They try to blitz. He's going to find Roscoe Parrish or he's going to find CJ or he's going to find Stevie or one of our fast little guys going across the middle, Donald Jones, and we're just going to run amok. You know what we didn't see that I'm interested to see? Play action. Roscoe Parrish. We went to him first play of the game. It was a pass interference. Um, we didn't, We ran hardly any play action last week. We didn't have to. But part of me also thinks, as I mentioned before, I think we're saving a bit of our playbook for week three. Bada Spe- boom! Specifically our blitz packages. But I don't think we need to blitz Jason Campbell to beat him. Nope. So I honestly can't imagine a phase of the game where Oakland has an advantage and can beat us. So I'm going to say final score, 27-10. to 10. Buffalo, boom, and that includes a lot of short, stuffed drives in the fourth quarter because Buffalo's playing with a significant lead. I'm gonna say it right there, we're gonna go into the fourth quarter with a three-to-four score lead, and what you see, most of our offensive production is gonna come in the first three quarters.
2: I mean, by the way, does anybody remember the fourth quarter from this past week? I, I, it was the first time I think we were ever social. In the fourth down. quarter, we actually talked to each other yeah. during the game.
1: Jade to the money. Jade to the money. Hey, shout out to Jay to the money. Haven't heard much from him on Twitter. Uh, but in other words, Jay to the money, Johnny White, is getting 20 carries this week. That's how <laughs> bad they were going to be beating them in the fourth quarter. Let's go go Bills. Bills. Go Bills. The
0: Bills make me want to